0: Welcome, everybody, to the Snap Podcast. My name is Tyler Kluver, and let's consider this a personal audio journal of mine. A lot of rambling, a lot of random stuff, anything relevant in my personal life that has to do with health, fitness, diet, business, being an entrepreneur, and simply trying to unlock the avenues of personal growth that help me find the most happy, fulfilling, and free life that I can live. I hope that you guys can take something away from the show and maybe find some entertainment in it as well. Thank you so much for listening and uh, let's get to it. All right. Jumping into it. Snap podcast. I am feeling better boys and girls. I'm not sure. I can't even remember how much I talked about it last week. I think we jumped right into the three carbs. We've done three proteins, three carbs. We're about to do three fats. To round out this series but until we uh until before we get there I just wanted to tell you how fucking good I'm feeling today I again don't remember how much I mentioned but not last Wednesday but uh would have been four days before that on Friday afternoon so the Friday for those that are on the snapped podcast uh uh, chronological time, two days after I recorded the proteins episode, the three proteins episode, about 10 or 11 days, I guess it'd be 12 days from today when this one comes out. Um, I had a shitty workout, shitty workout. It was a Friday, it was a Friday afternoon, which is usually one of my better workouts uh, of the week relative to, um, let's call it personal anecdote meaning I walk away from those. And this is something that everyone should be. I mean, you could even physically track it in a, uh, if you already track your workouts and write down sets, reps and weights, um, why not add a little notes section, right? Of how you're feeling, um, your, you know, how you approach things mentally. It just adds to the data collection. Um, And data collection is really, really important. Now, for some, that might not be a big deal. Um, If you're just working out to get healthy, be a normal human, just have normal functional health. Um, For anybody that's like really reaching for any kind of goal, uh, you could still be like that normal human looking for general health, but still have like, oh, you know, for the next three months, I'm going to focus on my bench press. Every day you bench, write down how you're feeling, how your sleep was the night before, anything that you can think of that may play into that. And that will inform future workouts. Um, it can also, in my experience, and maybe we do, we probably do do a whole episode about um, journaling. Uh, but in my experience, it is best. Here comes a Oh, yeah. It is best for how you deal with things mentally. So, you know you get through a week you feel like you had a really bad week but you look back over your notes that day by day don't really add up in your head as you've got other stressors in life you're thinking about a whole bunch of other things work life family but then as an aggregate of 6 or 7 days or maybe 2 weeks worth of notes you look back and you're like well damn i was feeling pretty good on all these days like i was i was doing everything that i was supposed to be doing um or maybe some days it's uh, it's a wake-up call. You feel like you've been putting in the work and you look back. And for the last two weeks, the uh, the journals, the numbers, they don't say, uh, they don't line up with as good as you thought you were doing. And maybe you need to try harder. Either way, um, I have been feeling like shit. I don't know if I got COVID. If I did, it was a very, very mild, short Um case of it, it started with a bad workout and low energy. I did a, uh, a Metcon, a CrossFit piece that someone at my level of fitness should probably complete in, oh, nah, oof, eight or nine minutes. And it took me 50% longer than, than that. It was like a 12 to 13 minute workout for a lot of you out there you may think oh that's not that bad it's supposed to take nine minutes it only took you like 12 that's only three extra minutes that's like that's 33 percent longer than it should have been like that is a huge chunk when every second counts um in the performance sector that i'm in you number two let's go said i was feeling good lied evidently i'm tired as shit no i actually feel really good anyway so i've been sick that night, I ended up getting real sore throat, couldn't sleep, cough, headache. Realized, oh, I was getting sick. That's why my Friday workout was trash. Um, basically, since then, went through the entirety of last week. You know, Saturday Saturday was not a great training day, and then that was the end of the week. Sunday tried to sleep it off. Went through all last week, basically at half capacity. Just doing what I could. A lot of lifting, not a lot of cardio because my lungs were not working. And then uh, even through the beginning of this week, like Monday, still wasn't feeling it. Yesterday, I decided, screw it. I'm going to do a morning zone two session. And then I'm not even going to do an afternoon session. Wednesday today, the 26th, we're feeling good. We're feeling good. The lungs felt like they worked again this morning. I took a chance. We did... Uh. Oh, three and a half miles of running intervals. And I didn't cough once. My lungs felt a hundred percent like I was able to breathe. The limiting factor was um was how hard I could push and lactic acid, which was supposed to be the limiting factor of that workout. And I feel like we're back. So I just wanted everybody to know that. And I also want everyone to know that when you're feeling that way, the motivation to work out, I'm telling you, like it might be at a higher level for me um, or the the drop-off might feel more severe to me because of how high my motivation usually is and how high I need to maintain it to work out for three hours plus a day. That takes a lot to stay mentally cued in. It is basically part of my job. It is essentially, at this moment in time, part of my career. So to maintain the ability to stay locked in for three hours of training a day and to do an hour to 75 minutes of that training immediately in the morning when it's cold, dark, and you're tired. There has to be an insane amount of just internal drive. And that's not to... That is not me trying to pump myself up. I don't have to... Uh, my work and and how consistent I've been doing this speaks for itself about my internal drive. I'm just pointing out the fact that when you all of a sudden feel like shit and your lungs don't work, mentally, you start to think, I don't want to do this. I'm not even going to get that much out of it. I could be setting myself back, honestly, I, I might have because I still trained through being sick, so I might have prolonged me getting back to one hundred percent, and I knew that. But at the same time, it is so hard for someone like me. To just dial it back to zero and say, okay, like we're just going to not do anything until we're 100% better. So um, honestly, the last couple of days, I've been like confused or like sort of up in the air about, you know, which programming I want to follow, how I want my season to really shape up here as far as what days I want to train, what days I want to take off. Um, we are basically full on. Um, we are, it is, I would say the off season is over, at least for me and the in season training for the 2023 CrossFit season has fully begun. Um, the 19th of February or was it the 15th? Let me bring up the calendar quick. Hmm. Yes, yeah, it's February. So February 16th, the Thursday, the February 16th. Will be when the CrossFit game season starts, which means that I have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Oh shit. 23, 22, 21. I've got like 18 weeks, somewhere around there. Four months. Four months. To really dial this in and be ready, um, which is not a lot of time, and uh, and we're full go. So that's a that's a ten minute intro to say that sometimes your motivation is going to be low, and you just have to do it. You just have to do it. Every time I would go into the gym and finally start moving around and be like, okay, I'm not that pissed about this anymore. Um, this morning I finally broke through, and when I broke through and it felt good, that motivation came back tenfold now i'm fucking ready and and fired up to uh to attack stuff so all good stuff let's get into what this episode is actually about and that is the conclusion of the three foods series we did proteins we did carbs the last one's going to be fats, and it's not going to be as extensive um as the other two so maybe it's good that i did an introductory 11 minutes here These three are, uh, there's a little bit more leeway here. There's not a lot of foods that you're going to find fat-wise that are just purely fat, and they just don't have any carb or protein in them. Um, Yeah, that's, I mean, that's essentially the story here. Um, The obvious one here is avocados. Avocados are um, a great source of, of vitamins, niacin, folate, pantothenic acid, magnesium, potassium. You can look into the benefits of all those. Um, They are just a really, really good food that goes with a lot of things when it comes to being a fat. It's something that you can put on foods um, when it comes to being a fat. Again, you're going to find a lot of foods like nuts or seeds, or other things that are, are sort of, uh, when it, when you look at them as how they fit into a dish, uh, it's a little bit of an outcast, but avocado can be used in a lot of different ways. And let's see if I can find my, cause I'm not, I'm not the doctor that just knows all this for, 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 uh, in my, in my brain. So I'm going to read some things. Um, Healthy for the heart. They're great for vision. They might help prevent osteoporosis. I love these. They may help prevent. Uh, They've got vitamin K in them. Um, They have uh, aspects of them that are individually recognized to potentially support the prevention of cancer. Um, They're good for fetal health. And then there's some fringe things like they may reduce depression risk. Uh, They help. They are high in fiber. Um, that's the other thing is, is they will be great for digestion. And then the other thing is just, they're delicious. Like most people can find a way, you know, avocado toast, fucking millennials find a way to put avocado on everything. Um, they're just sort of the all around fat food that can be used with everything. And it's not, there's not, you know, the, the, uh, Prevailing theme here with these three foods because fats are highest in calories. Remember that a gram of fat is nine calories versus a gram of protein or a gram of carbs, which those are four calories. So we're dealing with double the calories here, over, which means that weight wise, volume wise, they are going to be much more calorically dense. So we have to be a little bit careful about how much we use. Um, And that example will be extremely highlighted. In the second of my foods, avocado, there's not a whole lot much more to say. Some people don't like them, and I understand that. They're a little weird for some people, but if you like them, incredible food. Um, It's not like you're going to find a bunch of people who are eating like 12 avocados a day. So it's going to be hard to get too much and uh, just a great way to add healthy fat to your, uh, your meals. Number two, and this is the one where the example comes into play, is peanut butter. And this is probably the most controversial of the nine foods I'm going to give you. Um, This is a personal choice and one that I would uh, err on the side of the athlete here. Um, What do I mean by that? Peanut butter, first off, is any nut butter, almond butter, cashew butter, whatever it may be, regular butter, which is number three, by the way, on this list. So we'll get there in a second. But the nut butter specifically, they are delicious, right? They could be, for all intents and purposes, just eaten by themselves out of the jar. And I'm sure as many of you have, I have multiple times just said, fuck it. Give me a spoon. I'm going after this jar of peanut butter. Give me three or four spoonfuls. The problem with that is you can start and get up to some extreme calorie counts very, very quickly with peanut butter you would be surprised if you made yourself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, right? Or just a peanut butter sandwich. And you were asked to use one serving of peanut butter, how small of an amount that actually is? How small of of an amount one serving actually is? Most of us are probably closer to two servings. Okay. So little experiment at home for the next time you uh, eat peanut butter. The reason I think that peanut butter is a good one is because it's probably second behind avocado in, I mean, honestly, peanut butter might be more diverse than avocado when it comes to putting it on or in things. Um, it's obviously very, very good, right? And I think that is not something to overlook here. The reason we want to put some of these foods into our diet doesn't have to be a hundred percent health-based, right? Right. Some of the reason if we can balance it with health factors is that they are delicious. Peanut butter falls into that category. You can put peanut butter on uh, a lot of people will dip fruit, right? You can do peanut butter, bananas, peanut butter, and apples Um, on your toast, in your oatmeal, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, which is how I usually consume it in your protein shakes. There's a lot of ways that you can insert peanut butter into your meals, and it makes the meal really freaking good. Like, it just tastes really good. Um, There's a reason it's high in calories. So, we have to be careful. This is a good recommendation, a good fat, similar to avocado, similar to butter, which is my number three. When all things else are equated, meaning you're exercising the same, you're sleeping the same, every other factor is the same and your total daily calories is the same, right? And you're focusing on a protein-focused diet. As long as calories are equated, you're eating up to your number, whatever it may be, then adding in avocado or butter or peanut butter into your diet Excuse you me with the yawn and equating it to the regular percentage that you would normally have of fats in your diet, you are not going to experience any health detriment. None, zero. The only problem, and this is where uh, something like peanut butter or regular butter comes into play, is, oh, it's bad for your heart. We've got, you know, the, it's gonna raise your cholesterol, all this stuff. Um, Yeah, if you're consuming 60% of your diet in saturated fat, maybe right? Um, to, to put the bow on peanut butter there again, just super versatile. Um, something that mixes well with a lot of things that work with athletes, snacks, sandwiches, fruit and peanut butter, again, um, stuff that you can get down quickly gives you a decent amount of calories to work on and, um, and taste good, right? And so for your average person, do I suggest a bunch of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches all the time? No, but for somebody like me or many of you who are listening to this podcast who work out on a regular basis, feeding peanut butter into the diet somewhere for energy, for calories around your workout could be super beneficial. All right, cool. Finally, butter, not margarine. Okay, not margarine. I can't believe it's not butter. What a fucking... I always was confused by that as a kid. I was so, because (laughs) I'm such a dumbass. I was so confused about, I can't believe it's not butter as a kid, because as a family or as anybody, it's sitting in the fridge and my mom or dad needs something to cook with. And they say, grab the butter because that's what we call it. We didn't call it margarine, right? Which is what it was. And then, you're, and then you know that the butter you grab is the yellow tub, and on the yellow tub it says, I can't believe it's not butter. Then you're like, what the fuck is it? As a kid, I already knew there was a red flag. Don't eat that stuff, okay? It's margarine, it's hydrogenated vegetable oil, it's fake, and it's not good for you. Over time, fat was demonized because it's called fat, And people thought that stuff like butter and ghee and tallow and animal fat and the fat that you find in the same shit that you'd find in avocados, all that people demonized fat at one point. And the rhetoric, the, the philosophy, the idea was that fat makes you fat and it's not true. There's zero evidence to it. Fat can make you fat. Carbs can make you fat. Proteins can make you fat. Fat. None of them are going to do it more than the other. It's simply about total caloric intake. So now that we got that out of the way and we're starting to realize that good, true butter or uh, ghee or tallow, right, is better than the fake hydrogenated shit. Butter is an incredible thing to cook with or put on your food and do not use the vegetable oils, the seed oils, stuff like that. Back to the peanut butter real quick. If you are going to buy a peanut butter, try to get a natural version. Take it out of your brain that they taste different. The consistency might just be a little bit different. You'll get completely over it and not even notice after two weeks. Try to find a natural version that does not have quite as much of those fake oils in it. I buy uh, uh, Skippy Natural, I believe it's called. And the only um, vegetable oil that is used is palm oil. If you buy the regular Skippy or regular Jif, there's like a combination of vegetable, canola, soybean, all of that. So try and get something that is as close to just peanuts and whatever else they use, water and whatever. Um, The lower the amount of ingredients, the better. Same here with the butter. Do not use vegetable oil to cook with. Do not use peanut oil. Do not use canola oil. If you're going to cook, Use avocado oil, oil, olive oil, or butter, real butter, full fat. I'm going to read some stuff for you. In moderation, butter can be a healthy part of your diet. It's rich in nutrients like bone-building calcium and contains compounds linked to lower chances of obesity. Again, this is all calories equated. You're not increasing your calories each day. Um, which means obviously if you're going to add butter in, you're going to have to take something out somewhere. It's going to have to balance. Butter can also be part of the low carb diet. Again, we've talked about last week how carbs, while necessary, especially for athletes, but for most people, need to be the one that is kept in check the most, can also help lower your chances of cancer. Butter is high in beta, uh, beta carotene, which is a compound that converts into vitamin A, linked to lower risks of lung and prostate cancer, and beta-carotene is also good for your eyes and can help prevent AMD, which is age-related macular degeneration. It's got vitamin D, which is good for bone and growth development. It can make your skin healthier. Yes, there are potential risks of butter. It is a saturated fat, which has been linked to heart disease, but only... In situations where saturated fat becomes a drastically over uh, quantified piece of the pie chart in your overall diet, butter people, not margarine, butter, avocados, peanut butter, and real butter. Three fats that I think you could add into your diet, or maybe you're purposefully leaving those out of your diet probably not the avocados. I think most people are on the trend of like, those are healthy for you. Butter and peanut butter, use them, but just know how many calories you're eating in total. That is going to be the determining factor. And if you can then insert butter and peanut butter into your life, which are both delicious, by the way, shout out to my wife who as a kid would just eat sticks of butter. It's good. She doesn't listen to this. She'd kill me. You can, uh, you can brighten your life up a little bit by adding those things in. So, that is the end of this series. Don't know where we'll go next. I have a list of things, as always, that we, can, uh, that we can find to talk about. Hope you enjoyed it. I hope that you eat an avocado or some butter or some peanut butter because of me uh, in the next week or so. Treat yourself. Total calories. That's what you need to worry about. Until then, hope you guys have a fantastic time and life. Hope you have a fantastic life. What a way to end a podcast. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Peace.